Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson, CEO of Loyalty360, welcoming you to another episode of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty podcast series, where we talk to the brand leaders about technology trends and best practices that are impacting customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we are putting a compilation together of several brands' responses to the question of how they are dealing with COVID-19. Our guests today include Johannes Arians, the Chief Executive Officer of Lodge, Alicia Mauder, the Head of U.S. Marketing at Circle K, Chris Johnson, the CEO of Classic Cinemas, Karen Goldner, Director of Global Brand Marketing for the Coffee, Bean, and Tea Leaf, Mac Eckert, who is the President of Holly World, Bill Tyne, the Vice President of Marketing for King Arthur Flower, and Zibra Allen, the Vice President of Digital Customer Experiences at Taco Bell. We'll first hear from Johannes Arians from Lodge on how COVID-19 affected their hotels. I think one of the biggest things that we've done, especially kind of relative to COVID specifically, is really high-end degrees of uh, transparency. And so, so when, when we closed down back in March, and, and for a little context, we closed all of our properties in March, uh, kind of the beginning of, of uh, COVID really getting going here in the United States, and, um, and made the call pretty early on to be closed through July 1st, which we maintained and, and did just open on July 1st, last Thursday. And, um, and through that time period, we did a few things to ensure that, that we were you know, really keeping our customers in mind and, and how we reopen and reopen sustainably for the kind of long term. And, and a lot of that was a function of kind of flexing our brand and the relationship that we do have with our customers, which is somewhat of a, you know, kind of call it an authority on travel. Um, and so we leaned into what we call the, the go together code. And we built effectively um, kind of branded code type uh, messaging, which really act, acted as sort of the, the book for, you know, how do you road trip? How do you outdoor barbecue? How do you live music? And, and issued these out to our customers so they could really understand, okay, the idea that right now, you know, back maybe in April, we're figuring out how to walk by each other on a sidewalk or go to a grocery store because that's something that used to be quite normal, but now we have to like figure that out. And, and we sort of have to do that for a whole lot of things. Right. And so looking at our customer experience and going, okay, people want to get out, but there's going to be an uneasiness about that. And so as a travel brand and a brand that has a good relationship with our customers, we can really lean into that and, and go, okay, Hey, we're going to, we're going to help figure this out together so that we can get back outside and get back to wellness and, you know, kind of maintaining a healthy lifestyle while doing so in, in this kind of challenging COVID environment that we're in. Um, and so issuing guidance in that way to our customers. And then also for, for our customers making available the same guidance that we we're issuing to, issuing to our crews internally and to our vendors. So we didn't only build go-together codes for our customers, but also for all of our crew and all of our vendors. And then we made all of that open source for all of our customers to see so they could really understand and kind of make their own call relative to how they feel about going back out, uh, what they're walking into and going, okay, how is Lodge actually addressing this kind of, you know, nuts to bolts. And, uh, and that was the approach that we took. And I think a big part of, of how we kind of leaned into the customer relationship that we do have is, is sort of that, that transparency approach when it's like, all right, we're going to really do our best to, you know, inform our customers to the greatest extent possible and then give them the room to, to make the call. Alicia Mauder is the head of U.S. marketing at Circle K and talks about their brand corporate social responsibility efforts during the pandemic. 
So CSR is such a great topic and it varies a little bit by each company I've worked with, but also as you look across the landscape, how different companies uh, take that in and it's certainly a multifaceted approach at, at Circle K as well. Admittedly, we're getting into it fairly early on still here in uh, the United States. They've had a very well-established program in Europe for several years. And in the United States, although we've had a corporate social responsibility program, it's been very decentralized. So as I mentioned across the 14 business units, each of them, and sometimes even locally within the different markets, are supporting their own charity organizations, doing roundup campaigns, volunteering. We really focus on, even though we're a large company, that local impact in the truest sense of the decisions local, the dollars stay local and helping support that. And so, although that's been going on for several years when COVID-19 hit, um, we saw a need, uh, a significant need that affected our associates, that affected the guests that are coming in our stores every day and affected America on a whole and knew we needed to do something larger, faster than trying to set up a whole bunch of individual initiatives by region. And so we contacted Feeding America a great partner. One of the things that attracted us to that organization is there are so many wonderful charities out there was the ability to keep the dollars local. So we knew with the program, if you bought gas in Charlotte, um, that dollar would help a food bank and a food pantry and people there in Charlotte. So it wasn't kind of going up to a big corporate and then going back down. The other thing was just the importance, um, you know, with food, the need of food is such a key relevant area for so many people. And we knew that was something that we could jump in and help quickly with. So we rolled out a program across the United States challenging uh, for a minimum of 25 million meals to be donated for every fuel transaction we donated a meal and we're just blown away by the response hit 25 million meals super fast and have already gone on and increased that challenge to 40 million meals and are you know very pleased to say that we've achieved 40 million meals for feeding america and we'll continue to look at how we support them longer term chris johnson the ceo of classic cinemas discusses how the pandemic changed customer behavior so we um there, there's three initiatives that we've been working on um you know just physical initiatives one is uh, recliner seating huge um you know, some people ask, well, is that a fad? And I'm like, comfort is never a fad. Uh, if you've ever flown first class going back to, you know, coach, which by the way, I fly Southwest all the time. So, um, you know, it's always coach. Uh, but, but uh, you know, comfort doesn't go out of style. It's just like air conditioning. That's a comfort. It's, you know, it's, it's an innovation that is here to stay. So we got, we have that, we've added like heated seating and stuff like that, just little extra, you know, things or even motorized headrests, you know, in our recliner. So we keep working that. Um, alcohol, not food service. We don't want to be competitive with a restaurant. We think that food service, there's people that can do it and do it well. We're just not those people and we don't want to compete. We want to be complimentary to the you know local restaurant scene and and be part of the community the last one is um we're looking at uh, the plf the premium large format so those are kind of our, our physical initiatives the the other initiative that we're working on um is that personalization and not try to oh well this is a you know put everybody in a bucket we're absolutely working on personalization in how 
uh, in what we communicate to them. And, and part of that is, you know, looking at their history and seeing if we can move, you know, move them into uh, maybe, you know, get them to go see an extra movie uh, a month or whatever it is. But, but definitely, I think the era of sort of demographics is, in my mind, is done and personalization is everything. Karen Goldner, Director of Global Brand Marketing for the Coffee, Bean, and Tea Leaf, talks about changes in customer loyalty perspectives during these last several months. Transactions have definitely declined. I mean, Southern California especially, we're in a semi-lockdown, um, and we've gone through various stages of opening. But um, we've been allowed to remain open this whole time, but we've seen a, a marked decline in our transactions. And what we're seeing is, you know, the occasions have definitely changed from a habitual daily on the way to work type of occasion to a more occasional, I'm looking to treat myself, regain some kind of normalcy type of occasion. And so the coffees have changed, you know, people where they would typically get a brewed coffee, they would get a more, you know, higher end specialty coffee like a latte or an ice blended. So okay. that's really what we've seen in terms of guest behavior. It's a totally different world now than it was in February. Um, our industry and guests are most concerned about safety and convenience more than ever. They want as little contact as possible. They want to be in and out of the store as fast as possible. Um, and our app really is key to delivering on this. So where I say we've enhanced the order ahead experience, we've enhanced contactless payment, and we added delivery. You know, fortunately for us, these have always been our goals. Um, and so we were able to execute, execute them very quickly because we'd already planning to execute on them. Matt Eckert, the president of Holiday World, spoke to how their amusement park brand pivoted to safety so quickly during COVID-19. Um, you know, we, 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 we operate our business on several tenets, several cornerstones, several values. And one of our values is we play by the rules. Um, and, you know, as soon as uh, we found out that um, COVID-19 was a, uh, going to have such an impact on our organization, uh, we immediately put into place a task force so to speak, and we started meeting virtually every morning um, to discuss, okay, what is going on in our business today? What is going on in our business tomorrow? What is going to be going on in our business um, this season? And how are we going to modify our operations and the way that we do things? Um, so we really took a step back and we said, okay, let's take a look at our guest journey from the time they pull into our parking lot until the time they leave at the end of the day Let's, let's, follow their, let's follow their path and let's look at what they're going to be doing and try to make sure that we are addressing that in a way that is going to uh, provide them with a safe um, and clean day, um, but still be able to deliver that same fun and that same experience and those same memories that, that we always have. Um, so we did put a lot of, lot of measures into place um, above and beyond um, what we would have in a normal year. You know, we've been voted the cleanest park for the last two decades. Um, but once we step back and said, you know what, even with that, that's still not good enough. We need to do better. And that's, that's exactly what we've done. Employee engagement is um, incredibly important, not, not just in our business, just in every business and making sure that um, employees feel valued and they feel that, um, you know, we are doing everything we possibly can to ensure their safety and their happiness. Um, you know, 
obviously in, in most service oriented businesses, you know, the guest comes first for us, the guests and the employees both come first to us. Um, without the uh, staff that we have, you know, people ask all the time, how do you guys win all the awards that you do and how, you know, what makes holiday World so great? And I, my answer every single time is what makes us great is who we are and who we have that um, come to our park every day to deliver the service that we, we do. And, and we're, very, we're very blessed. Um, you know, I think the level of hospitality um, that our, our employees just genuinely have um, are second to none throughout the industry. Um, we offer hospitality trainings throughout the year. And, um, you know, we've taken extreme measures this year as well during COVID-19 to make sure that they feel like they have a safe yet welcoming environment to work in. Bill Time, who's the Vice President of Marketing for King Arthur Flower, talked about how the interest in baking began to skyrocket during COVID-19 and how his brand moved quickly to meet demand. For us, we were, uh, this really started in, in early to mid-March and we were building our inventories for the Easter holidays. So we had a decent size inventory level uh, and that helped us withstand some of the initial demand, but the increase in demand was so high that our inventories level were quickly depleted. Um, we, we were in the slower time of the year in terms of our milling and, and, and operation uh, norms. Uh, and so we had to, over the course of a month, work with our partners and mills to, to ramp up production again. Um, and at a time that it was really difficult. Uh, fortunately for flour milling, it's a pretty, uh, you know, the mills don't require a lot of people in them to, to run. Um, unlike some other operations. So social distancing generally wasn't a problem, um, but we did have to add shifts uh, and, and we really had to redirect our resources pretty significantly to not only get more product packaged and in, in on, in on, the, on the road, um, but also just place, you know, placing and managing orders. You know, the, the whole supply chain take, takes a huge amount of effort. Uh, right. We made some changes. We we shifted a lot of our of our uh, freight from rail to truck. Uh, it's more expensive, but it's faster. So we were getting the product to the customers faster. Um, and we started to think long term uh, pretty quickly because we were expecting it to to, to stick uh, the levels to stick around. And one of the things that we we have such a great connection to our consumers that we had firsthand knowledge that a lot of them were not pantry loading. They were buying flour and other baking products to bake. Um, and so because of that, we knew that, that the demand would stick around for a while. Um, so I would say fundamentally, fundamentally it didn't change. I, we've spent a number of years, I'm going to say the last five or six years, continuing to build on this relationship that, you know, certainly as a CPG brand, we have a unique way of, uh, for our direct consumer business to operate. We, we, we offer a thousand products. Some of them are King Arthur Flower branded. Some are, some are not uh, direct to consumer, and that's built this awesome relationship. Uh, we've also really built up our social presence, and a lot of it is through developing content, um, baking content, education, inspiration, and so we are building that up. Um, I would say COVID just expanded. Uh, we have a digital engagement team and a, and a free bakers hotline. Uh, seven days a week, you can call and get uh, advice on baking. And 
we staff that with professional bakers. So folks are, are, are either culinary school trained uh, or have worked in a professional bakery. Uh, and that's important because, you know, it, as people reach out to us on social media, they want to talk to a baker. Um, and that's what they get from us. And so our engagement levels have always been high. Now with baking, you know, the, the prevalence of baking being so high uh, and more people at home, our numbers are just through the roof. Um, I think over the last few months, we've had 150,000 people reach out to us um, and comment about, about you know, their, you know, what they're doing, you know, in, in, their, in, their, home, in their home ovens. And so we just have wanted to stick with that. Fortunately, because we are essentially a, a, a group of bakers here, uh, our different parts of the business, we're, we're able to react and help, help the whole business out. So we have a cafe and a retail store here. Those were either closed or significantly, you know, shut down because, um, you know, people couldn't come and take classes at our school. You could only call and collect in terms of our, our retail store. The bakers in our school, so our, our baking instructors, were able to, to jump on the digital engagement team and start answering questions um, online. Uh, our bakery, although it kept baking, was baking less because you know, the business certainly saw a decline over the last few months. And so we had a couple bakers help out uh, on the phone. So if you called, you might have gotten one of our professional bakers here. Um, and that's helped us you know, take on a, a spike in demand for our services um, that has reached levels above even our holiday levels, which are usually our traditionally high point. Zipper Allen, Vice President of Digital Customer Experiences at Taco Bell, spoke of how their brand changed during the time of COVID-19 to enhance loyalty and strengthen relationships. Well, the great news is, is we, had, we had a lot of things going for us at the beginning of COVID-19 and when, you know, sort of the shelter-in-place orders came about is we number one we have our drive-through and our restaurant teams are some of the fastest in the business at making sure that customers can get delicious hot fresh food through the drive-through and so in the beginning it was really about making sure to remind customers that we were open and there for them um, during this time um, you know challenge uh, the second thing is we have really accelerated um, some of the areas around order and pay ahead because we know that's the safest way for customers to shop right now. And, you know, industry-wide, you're kind of seeing uh, brands make strides against us. But what I think is special about Taco Bell is that um, we are uniquely positioned to really drive that one-to-one -one relationship with our fans. And that's why I'm really excited about this loyalty program being the foundation for us to be able to do that, where it's not just about the ease and convenience and safety of a digital uh, transaction at Taco Bell, but it is also the ability to get rewarded and recognized for being a great fan. I wanted to thank our guests again for helping with this podcast. Joanna Arians, the CEO of Lodge, Alicia Mauer, the head of U.S. marketing at Circle K, Chris Johnson, chief executive officer of Classic Cinemas, Karen Goldner, the director of global brand marketing for the coffee, bean, and tea leaf, Matt Eckert, the president of Holiday World, Bill Tyne, the Vice President of Marketing for King Arthur Flower, and Zibra Allen, the Vice President of Digital Customer Experiences at Taco Bell. And I'm Mark Johnson, the CEO of Loyalty360. Thank you to everyone for listening. Check back soon for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Podcast series. We look forward to having you back soon. Thank you very much.